0: Ladies, thank you for joining us. Um, This is Paige here, and you're going to get the opportunity to hear from my dear friend Janelle Martin. This series is on the spiritual gift of prophecy, and I want to encourage you with 1 Corinthians 14.1. This is the NIV version. It says, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. The NLT translation says, let love be your highest goal, but you should also give You should also desire special abilities that the spirit gives especially the ability to prophesy we live in a time now as much as ever that it is of the utmost importance that we hear truth and we know that the lord gives us the spirit of truth inside of us testifying of the things to come testifying of what is right but it's not only essential that we hear truth but also that we speak truth and that we speak the truth in love as this verse is saying in 1 Corinthians 14.1. I invite you on this journey. I welcome you on this journey to explore the basics surrounding the gift of prophecy, and I pray that your heart would be encouraged, that you would grow in faith, that you would grow in maturing in this gift, and that you would even be stirred to have um, a greater love for the Word of God as Janelle just unfolds Unfolds both the Old Testament and the New Testament in examining the role of prophecy in our lives today. Thanks for joining us. Let us know if you have any questions. I hope that you have an ability to take notes, as there's going to be some great information in this episode as we discuss the
1: spiritual gift of prophecy. I want to welcome you today, uh, wherever you are hearing this and on whatever day you are listening. I believe this is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am honored to be here. My name is Janelle Martin. I am a part of the Entourage Board. I am a licensed minister through Andrew Womack's uh, College. And I am a mother of one son that has chosen a wife that so now I have a daughter in love, a daughter by my choice, and I have a wonderful husband that we have been married 33 years this last August, and so I am just honored to be here. I uh, love walking with the Lord, but I love most of all sharing what God has done with me and in me and through me with others because I believe He is no respecter of persons. And if he did it for me, I believe he wants to do it for you. So as we talk and as we gather together, I want to I want you to picture that you're sitting at the dining room table or the kitchen table. Uh, as I grew up, that's where all important conversations happened. Was in the kitchen at the kitchen table, uh, and so most of my heart-to-heart connections were made with my natural family in that setting. And so I pray today that it is God's heart that you hear through my vocal cords today and that He, that I'm just the conduit that He connects to you and that you come alive as His word is shared, not because of my skill set, but because of His love for you. And I just simply said yes when the opportunity came. And I believe that that's all he's asking of us. Um, those that are, call him our father and our Lord and Savior, we are his children and our daddy just wants us to say yes. And he loves our yes. When we say yes, it is from a place that we trust him. We adore him and we want to do what pleases him. And so I just, that's my heart's cry for this, our times together. I would like to pray over you. Father, I thank you for every person listening today. I thank you that you give their ears understanding that the presence, the atmosphere that they're setting in is one saturated with your peace. And that, Father, they open their hearts to hear your love and your word, and that your word would not return void. That is a promise. So as they give you the time and they receive your word, I pray that they would have a harvest on what they hear, that in their life they will see the return of that. And I pray over each person that has had a wondering heart concerning the prophetic that they wonder no more, that they gain knowledge, understanding, and you invoke wisdom. Into their life concerning this topic. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, so today, um, I'm just gonna jump in the middle of things. Um, and so as we talk, you may hear things said um, in different ways, but it's the same scripture, the same thought. So um, that is just, I'm gonna, like I said, we're gonna sit at the table and have a conversation. And oftentimes in conversation, there is that listener, there is that speaker, and then there's that person that repeats what is said for clarity. And so just bear with me and my personality as I endeavor to share the word of the Lord concerning prophecy today. So in First Peter 4, 11, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracle of God, if Anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. So that is our grounding scripture, is that everything we do is God coming through us. It's His grace. And it is for His honor and His glory. Not one person, not one man. So I want to go to 1 Corinthians. And if you will, in our time together, and even after the recording has stopped, I would um, ask you to spend time in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 chapter 13, and chapter 14. I believe if you will gleam in there, those chapters along with Romans 12, you will get the heartbeat of the Father, um, not just in prophecy, but with His gifts. And what is it that He really intended with those? So in 1 Corinthians 12, 4, this is um, the scripture that lets us know that God is the source of all spiritual gifts. There are diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministry, but the same Lord. That's verse 5. Verse 6. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. So it is God. But the manifestation, verse 7, of the Spirit is given to each one for the purpose for the profit of all so god is the source the gift god gives us is for all we don't get to pick and choose god brings people across our paths or just like today he's given me the opportunity to come to you so this is for all that have ears to hear and a heart to listen god has given each person a calling and gifts and I, really, I want to repeat that again. You may think, I don't have a clue. But God has a calling, and he has given you gifts, plural. But today we're talking about the gift of prophecy. So let's go over to Romans 12. We're going to go into verses 6 through 8. Again, that is Romans chapter 12. Verses 6 through 8. Now I'm going to be reading from the ESV, the English Standard Version. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in serving the one who teaches, in his teaching, the one who exhorts, in his exhortation, the one who, who contributes, in generosity, the one who leads, with zeal the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness and if you'll go back and listen again it talks about God's grace and i just want to quickly define that that God grace is God's power and ability flowing through us so it's not us but him no matter what your gift is then in acts 13:1 it speaks of um, the prophets being over in the church of Antioch. And it talks about Barnabas and Simon, the teachers and the prophets. And so I, I just pulled that out to say, some folks say that the prophecy died when Jesus came, but there are many references to the prophetic in the New Testament after Jesus. Now, there is a difference, and we're not going to go into that today, but there is um, the prophets of, of the Old Testament, and then there are, there is, I like to label it as a lifestyle of prophecy, a gift of prophecy, and then the role of the prophet. In Acts thirteen fifteen, it says, if someone has a word of exhortation then they need to say it. Prophecy should always exhort, comfort, and edify. So again, there's two places in Acts 13:1 1 and 1315 that reference prophecy of being something now, something current. So let's go back up to um 1 Corinthians 12. I want to um come back to those scriptures and talk about the importance it is that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. For prophecy is not head knowledge, but prophecy is an outflow of that relationship with Jesus Christ. So if you haven't asked Jesus into your heart and let him become your Lord and Savior And I encourage you to do that. In Romans 10, 9 and 10 is where it talks about that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. When we have relationships with people, we have daily communication with them, don't we? And in our daily communication with the Lord, that is through scripture reading, through our prayers, Through worship, a lot of days when I have those busy days, um, I turn on my worship and, and I worship Him as I'm cooking a meal or I worship Him as I'm doing errands. or I have that worship, but I have God in the foremost front of my mind. And also in communication, listening, we must become good listeners in developing this gift of prophecy. I believe it is a lifelong journey, just like with our natural family. We should be listening to hear what others are saying, and as we do so, we will grow closer together. If we go back up to verse 3 of 1 Corinthians 12, it says, It is by the Holy Spirit that we say Jesus is Lord So the Holy Spirit is the third part of the Godhead. We have God the Father that so loved us, he sent his Son. God the Son that died on the cross and rose again for us. And when he ascended back into heaven, he said he would be sending us a helper. And he sent the Holy Spirit the day of Pentecost. When Jesus ascended, he told his disciples, that that helper would be coming. And John 16, 7 says that help is the Holy Spirit. Being filled with the Holy Spirit activates the gifts, one being prophecy. I like to think of it this way. With salvation, I get in the boat. It's a paddle boat. It will get me from place to place. But with the un- in filling of the Holy Spirit, it's like taking and adding a motor to that boat. It doesn't change the boat. It just makes it so I can cover more ground in a shorter amount of time with less effort. Because again, this spiritual life, this Christian life is, must be lived not by our might or our power, but by the Spirit. As we grow through um, these times of teaching and being together, I'm going to share from my experience in my life my prayer language or speaking in tongues is, has been vital and is vital. Uh, it was part of my preparation for coming to you today. In Acts 2, you can find the references to the infilling of the Holy Spirit. For the sake of time, I won't be going there, but I encourage you to go and research that out and let us know if you have any questions concerning that. We would be glad to go into that farther. So back to prophecy. I see it as a gift you choose to open and use. How many of us would have a a gift under the Christmas tree and just leave it there? Never open it, never uh, see how it operates, but just leave it knowing, oh, that's my gift. But we don't pick it up. So today I invite you to pick up the gift of prophecy. And hopefully as we speak, as we talk, as we teach, You will open, allow the Lord to help you open that gift up to show you how to use it so you can enjoy what He has already given you. The Lord desires for all of us to prophesy. In 1 Corinthians 14, I want to go there. We will be doing quite a bit of reading as a groundwork today. So um, keep your Bibles handy, whatever versions it is that that you use. I think uh, the one I'm reading out today is the King James, but um, I will be referencing other versions as well. So 1 Corinthians 14, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongues. But even more that you prophesied for he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification again, that is in First Corinthians fourteen and the King James Version, in verse three, it tells us prophecy is given to for edification exhortation and comfort i want to elaborate on those edification that means to build up so that's just a good life practice isn't it that we use our words to build people up build up the situations of god excuse me number two exhortation that is a word that means encourage don't you like to get a word that encourages you or have a friend that encourages you? And that's what God does through prophecy. Number three, it is to comfort, to console, to ease, to support. Proverbs 25, 11 says, As words spoken at just the right time is like a golden apple. And I want to share with you about when I was a teacher. I am a retired uh, school teacher. I don't think I said that in my intro, but I had a little girl. She brought me this little golden apple and it was actually a little bell, but um, it gave me such a delight because every time I would see that golden apple, she gave it in love and she was, her face was just beaming when she gave me that gift and so it brought me joy as i would see it i would smile because it was given from love a word from god spoken from his love holds the power to make us our soul smile your soul is your mind your will and your emotions i believe prophecy is very hospitable is another word we could use with prophecy because when someone is operating a hosp- their gift of hospitality Hospitality serves. Hospitality makes sure everyone's needs are met. Prophecy in its purest form meets the needs of people's souls to activate faith to affirm they are walking God's path. It does not create that path. It opens the eyes to see the path that is already there. Prophecy speaks the spirit realm into the natural prophecy is held to align to the written word it may not be a scripture quoted word for word but it is the heart of the father which is backed up by the written word so at this point i just want to go back and i'll recap your relationship with god the father son and holy spirit is vital prophecy is a gift you chose to open and use God will never force you, but He will ask you to be used in this way. Some are casually used in daily life. Others have this call or gift of prophecy. Then we have the title of the pro- prophet. Like I said earlier, please stay attentive to 1 Corinthians chapter 12-14, through and we will discuss them uh, in more detail as we go. And when a, a reminder, when I reference the soul, I'm talking about the mind, will, and emotions. Prophecy in its purest form meets people's needs to activate faith to affirm they are walking God's path. And so it's not something that meets if someone's hungry. It doesn't meet their natural hunger. But if they're wanting to know, does God see me? Does he care? Does he even know I'm alive, oftentimes prophecy is used in that way. Because remember, it does not create paths. It simply opens the eyes to see the path that is already there. Prophecy speaks the spirit realm into the natural. So thank you for being with me during this time. It has been my honor and my privilege, and I hope to speak with you again soon.
0: Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us
1: on Facebook or Instagram.